0: Extremely wealthy people that want to work with our company come up to me and say, Look, I want to work with you. I think that you are brilliant. The things that you are saying, I, I have read every piece of con- content, listened to every single video that you've put out over the last two years. I just can't stand the way that you look. Hey, I'm just a little uncommon. Hey, I'm just a little uncommon. Hey, I'm just a little uncommon. Common, common. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncommon Empire Podcast. I'm your host Ryan Thogmartin, and this is an entrepreneur's story of living an authentic, uncommon life. This is episode three. Are you a drug dealer? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I. Uh, this is a question that I I get asked. Um quite like i i get asked this a lot when people are exposed to me uh on the exterior like they just see the outside they see the way that i dress they don't know me um so those that know me know they they don't ask if i'm a drug dealer those that don't know me assume by the way that i dress that i'm a drug dealer now when most people see me they see me in a uh in a business setting or they just see me personally it's kind of one of the same like um you know i've explained that i'm in the death care space the way that i dress is not in line with how funeral professionals direct uh, dress um yeah, I'm not, I'm not the suit and tie kind of guy. It's just, it's not authentic to me. So um, that's really where I want to go today, man. Like, are you a drug dealer? And what you're going to get out of this episode is uh, authenticity will always win being who you are and who you were called to be will always serve you better than trying to be something that you're not. Because when you are not authentic to who you really are and you try to play into a role, or you try to portray something in one environment that you're not in another environment, um, man, the lines can get blurry and it becomes very fake. Uh, it becomes superficial. It becomes a turnoff and, uh, also authenticity can be a turnoff. So, uh, number one, authenticity will always win. Number two, some will, someone, so what? Well, I'll break that down for you. What I mean by that, but, uh, there's going to be people that love you. There's going to be people that hate you. And then, so what, uh, does it really m- matter? That's, that's on them. Uh, so we'll, we'll tap into that. And then when you are authentic to who God created you to be, he can really shine. So let's start with this. Um, I, I mean, fashion has been something that uh, yeah, growing up, like I, I always, uh, I didn't have the latest name brand everything, um, but I tried to do the best that I could with what I had. Fashion was always important to me. The way that I look, um, the way that I dressed was always very, imp- I was always aware of that. Um, and, and I always had a, a style that I wanted, that I wanted to live into and, um, fashion has always been something that's been in the forefront. And I was lucky enough to marry a girl that helped me really hone my fashion to match who I am and my personality and the way that I live which was was really cool that's um people ask me like when did you most kind of jump into the role of like understanding fashion and and how you wanted to be and that was really when I when I met my wife um you know I shopped different places and I shopped uh, I, I learned about color palettes <laughs> and different things, the colors that go together and warm tones and all those things. But, uh, I fashion is, I mean, my, my entire family is, is kind of into fashion, my wife and my two kids, and we all have our own styles and, um, we have a tendency to stand out. I mean not necessarily intentionally uh everywhere we go but you know we we dress different um and so for me my 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 dress gets pinpointed most often when I'm in a business setting because I am not the suit and tie guy and I am in a profession um as you've learned through previous pre- previous episodes that we own uh, four different companies in Uh, Five different brands, really four different companies in the death care space. So funeral homes, cemeteries, crematories. And if you know anything about funeral professionals or you've ever seen a funeral professional, it's always a suit and tie. Um, Just That's how they dress, very professional and buttoned up. I will walk into... Board meetings and have done consulting for publicly traded companies in the space. And I walk in in jeans with holes in the knees, and they are, you know, uh, rhinestoned out. And my shirt is is rhinestoned, and my jacket is graffiti spray painted and got rhinestones and Swarovski crystals all over them. Um it's just the way that I roll it's it's authentic to who I am so I want to give you the story about the that that style of that style of dress and really how it came about i was always searching for brands that would be different than than the norm of how everybody else dressed i mean it's just kind of how it was for me and how i wanted and in 2000 i believe it was 2010 or 2011 or 12 I believe it was 2012. Yeah. All right. I guess the year doesn't matter. 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. We were in Hawaii with my wife's family. And uh, Kaylee and I had gone shopping at this open-air mall. And we found these t-shirts that were... I mean, it was the first time I'd ever seen a t-shirt. like It was like a graphic tee, but just completely covered in rhinestones and Swarovski crystal and studs and... All the thing on a t-shirt i'd never i i really had never seen that on a t-shirt before and they were a pretty pricey t-shirt but man they were they were different i'd never seen anything like that before and kaylee's like man you got to get these these like are awesome they they kind of kind of match you and, and kind of like a little bit of your style with the graphic tees, but these are blinged out and went really with her style. I mean, it's almost like this is like a rock and roll themed kind of t-shirt, which rock and roll is not my thing, but like the bling and the, the Swarovski crystals and things like that was up my alley. So I bought a number of these shirts, went back home and I started wearing these shirts to different, you know, conventions and, and, like, I was being noticed for the clothing. Um, and I had done a video in 2009. And so rewind a little bit. In 2009, i had put the first video online on the publication that i had started. And we had a few thousand subscribers of that publication that read literally everything that I wrote. The majority of people were agreeing with my opinions and the things that I was writing about marketing and, um, and in the death care space. And I recorded a video in 2009 in my basement on a Saturday. I was in a backwards hat and a t-shirt and it was really the first time anyone had ever seen me in a, in a kind of just day-to-day environment. When I would work for my father-in-law's vault company and I made sales calls, I, you know, I played the part of the salesperson in the, in the death care space and I had to wear the suit and the tie and you know the cufflinks and all the things because that's what he required and anybody that saw me in the space had saw me in person not through video and when they saw me in person it was for a business function working for his company not mine and and I would be in a suit and tie so on this saturday i flipped this camera on backwards hat t-shirt i'm in my basement on a webcam and i had an idea and i was just ranting about it and then i put it online and I immediately just got annihilated. Like, you are so unprofessional. I can't believe we ever listened to anything you had to say. If you walked in my funeral home, I'd kick you out. You're not a death care professional. You look super unprofessional. I mean, who wears a baseball cap on a business website and all these? I mean, just got hammered. And now to most people, they'd be like, oh man, what? You, you know, that's bad. No, that was awesome. I loved it. And here's why because in that moment, out of decision to make. The backwards baseball cap and the t shirt was authentic to who I was. That's how I dressed. On a normal day, if I wasn't making sales calls for the company that I worked for, I was dressed like that jeans, t shirt, backwards baseball cap, and a cool pair of sneakers. That's how I rolled. So for me, it was like, ah, oh, this is who I am. And it struck a nerve. Now, what I learned in the marketing up to there is. Emotion creates motion. So when people are emotional about something, something's going to happen, good or bad, an action's going to happen. When people get emotional, it's one way or the other. So emotion creates motion. This was a negative emotion that it got people talking. It got exposure. And so I went to my father-in-law and I said, hey, uh, can I make you a deal? When I am representing my brand, I dress my way and, and authentic to who I am. And when I am working for you and doing sales calls for you, I'll wear the suit and tie and, and all the things because that's what's required. And he said, fair deal. So when I would create content for myself and for the publication that I was running and then ultimately for Disrupt, I would dress my way. And when I worked for, was doing sales calls for him and representing his business, I represented his business the way that needed to be represented and that was the suit and tie. So I set this precedent early on in death care that you know i was the guy that wasn't wearing the suit when i was representing my brands and so when we went to hawaii and i got these shirts and i came back and i started wearing them to conferences i was going to speak on stages and i had these blinged out t-shirts on and i was posting on social media with these t-shirts and things and i just continued to buy more of this brand and i was buying the jeans now And, and the brand was two brothers in san diego the the brand was the saint symphony and i'll see if the team can link this up in the in the comments but i uh, there's a youtube video of me going and, and they were making some clothes specifically for me and i go to their their you know their shop and watch them make the clothes and how it's all done. So I'd reached out to these brothers and like, what do you do? And I started explaining to them what I was doing and, and my, my brand and my business. And they're like, I mean, you buy a lot of clothes. And I said, yeah, like, look, like this is authentic to who I am. Like, this is how I dress. Like I wear these every single day. And then I go speak on stages in front of hundreds and of, in, in thousands of people at conferences. And like, I'm wearing your brand. And so after a few years of this, it really became part of the identity of who I was. The clothes became an identity. Now, this is point number one. Authenticity will always win. And so, in the death care space, that was uncommon. In the death care space, it was not accepted. And I say that because it was creating a lot of exposure and a lot of attention the way I dressed, but the attention that I got from the way I dressed was overbearing the brand. It was people weren't listening to the message. Um, it, in the short term, the intention had an adverse effect on the business. The business was not growing as fast simply because the dress turned so many people off. Now, at this point, most people would probably look at that and they would pivot, right? They would go, okay, well, this isn't working. This is hurting my wallet we need to make a change. I felt very convicted in that moment of like, I had to make a decision. Was I going to die on the sword of being authentic to my comfort level in the way that I dressed, or was I going to make a pivot and conform to the way that everybody else wanted me to dress And either way? Let me say this. Like there were enough people that had I made the shift to go, okay, I'll play by the rules. Um, no one would have questioned that because it, financially made the most sense for the brand. I just couldn't do it. Um, I had to stay authentic to who I was. And again, it created a lot of exposure and it created a lot of conversation. And if I, if I was in the conversation, I still had a shot. Does that make sense? Like if I was in the conversation, you understand that I still, I was on, I was in, I was in the mouth. I was on the tongue, like I was top of mind. The brand was relevant and here's what happened. I stayed authentic to who I was and I continued to wear the clothes. And I even took it a step further. So I reached out to the brothers and I said, hey, your clothes have been so, have have become just so part of the brand that I am. Like, this is how I'm known. I said, if I get some T-shirts screen printed with my logo on them, and I ship them to you in California, will you like bling them out, rhinestone them, um, charge me whatever, and then send them back? And they're like, yeah, dope. We can do that. And so, for a year, a year and a half, any like. Disrupt media swag that was created, got shipped out to San Diego, a few shirts, and then they got rhinestone. And again, so now I was wearing blinged out clothes, but with my brand on it. But the clothes weren't cool. Like the, I mean, we were limited in the screen printing that we could do because we were using a company. I didn't have my own, you know, silkscreen machine or anything. So like, you know, you just you couldn't do a full graphic tee around the side, down the, you know, all the things like really cool. Um, So they were just like a logo t-shirt that was had bling on it and that worked for a season and eventually in 2000 and i want to say it was like 16 maybe 17 something like that 16 17 i reached out to the brothers and i said look what would it take to get you to create an entire like your designs but with the disrupt brand and they're like "Mm, i don't know like let's chat so we, we we had a call we chatted about it like you know it you can't have the middle finger on it we can't use curse words like that's not authentic to me here's some things that are authentic to me here's what i love about your clothes here's my logo you can do whatever you want with it and so for three years in a row they created a 13-piece line of disrupt clothes by saint symphony and it was awesome like i just all custom disrupt like their flair on everything and it was amazing now the way that I dress 10 years in is an advantage. So the authenticity, staying true to the brand of who I was and really doubling down and investing quite a bit of money into that attire is now why we get more business because we are different. The message has stayed consistent. So in life, when you are authentic to who you are it authenticity will always always win you can't be the friendliest person in the room when it comes to business and then a jerk on the streets and in social media has leveled the playing field on that as well you can't be one person online and one person offline we can call bs really quickly so the authentic being true to who i was hurt me but being true to who i was through that is now amplifying the wins So authenticity will always win. And the other thing into that is point number two, some will, some won't. So what? And this is one of the things that we say in our health coaching business all the time. When people see your life change, when people see you have massive impact and things start to change in your life, you have healthy mind, healthy finances, healthy body, your life is, looks amazing. And it sounds amazing. And you're actually authentically living amazing. Some people are going to get it. Some people won't. Some people are going to have an opinion that is valuable to you. Some people are going to have an opinion that's built to tear you down and it doesn't matter. So some will, some won't. So what? You have to be authentic and transparent to who you are at your core. And what's beautiful for me is that being authentic to who I am allows me to bring Jesus into every single interaction that I have. And what I mean by that is is when a client signs up with our social media business, they're getting access to me and my team, but they're also getting pummeled with a lot of the content that I make, which has got Jesus in it. It's impossible for me to do this podcast and not bring Jesus in the conversation. It's just authentic to who I am. And when that is who you are and that can shine through, that authenticity is going to always, always win. Because when you're living in the will of God and you're will of the will of God and your will align, you're like a freight train that can't be stopped. You know, you can throw something else on the tracks, but if you're blazing the trail and you're going forward, that thing's going to move out of the way. It may be a slowdown, but it's always going to get out of the way. So some people are going to get you. Some people won't. So what, when you are operating authentic to who you are and who God created you to be and the purpose that he created you for, you are always going to win. That doesn't mean that every situation is going to be a win. Believe me, we've had setbacks. We've had seasons where the business loses money. We've had seasons where the business has been super successful. We've had seasons that have been just a season, but at the end of the day, we're always moving forward. We're always winning. So some will, some won't. So what? Other people's opinion. My, my great friend, best friend, Doug Wood, my guy says, you can't cash other people's opinions at the bank. And that's true. So you got to live your life authentic to who you are and who God created you to be authenticity will always win. Some will love it. Some won't. So what do you do God and keep blazing the trail that you were called to blaze? So fast forward to now, you know, it is, I am fortunate that I've been able to live that authenticity and I've been able to live into who I am. But the way that I dress when I go to places, I will get asked by people that have never seen me before. They followed me online. They will literally ask, are you a drug dealer? you have to do drugs just the way that you are. And it's, it's awesome. I love that question because that question opens up a really cool conversation. So here's the deal. And here's what I'll tell people. No, in the traditional sense, I am not a drug dealer. That's it. In the traditional sense, I'm not a drug dealer. However, if you're feigning for Jesus motivation, business success, a better quality of life, then I'm absolutely the kingpin because that's what I'm dealing. So yeah, I'm a drug dealer. I'm just not selling you pills. I'm selling you things that are real and tangible and life change and that are going to impact you fully forever. I'll sell the thing that'll get you eternity, not an hour euphoria and then a big crash. Got the never ending drug the best drug possible. Um, So when you're authentic to who you are, God gets the shine. And I've been so grateful and so blessed to be able to be in situations where that question of are you a drug dealer has opened a much deeper conversation that is impactful and valuable. So no, I'm not slinging crack, crack rock. I got crack Jesus. That's way better because you never come off of that high. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm grateful that God has given me the ability to understand that living to who I was and who he called me to be, um, has come with pushback. I've literally had extremely wealthy people that want to work with our company, come up to me and say, look, I want to work with you. I think that you are brilliant. The things that you were saying, I I have read every piece of content, listened to every single video that you've put out over the last three years. I just can't stand the way that you look. I'm okay with that. When someone wants to call me a dingleberry on the way that I, because of the way that I dress online, when someone says, look, if my dad dressed the way you did, I would be completely unsuccessful or you're disrespectful to elderly people by the way that you dress. Like these are all things that get thrown at me daggers. I want to say not on a daily basis, but on a weekly basis. um, When I post content online and I'm, I look, I am 1000% okay with that. It, literally I'm being so honest with you right now that it doesn't bother me or phase me one bit because the value of being authentic far exceeds any dart that can be shot or bullet that could be shot in the form of a derogatory name or questioning the way that I live or questioning the way that I dress. Um, when you are authentic to who God created you to be, he gets the shine through, he gets the glory and you get the win. Uh, it's 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 a beautiful, beautiful partnership. So, you know, I, I don't know why God put it on my heart to share this um, as part of the podcast episodes because... kind of goes in a different direction, but it is, it is part of my story. It's why I dress the way that I do. I get asked all the time why I dress that way. It's not like there isn't this big, I I wish I could tell you that this was a marketing scheme and it's a genius marketing scheme because it now generates a lot of exposure that gets a lot of conversations started that leads to a lot of business. Um, So I'm reaping the benefits of being authentic, Um, but it's not a ploy. Like someone sees me on a Saturday, they get the same guy in terms of how he dresses and the sneakers and the clothes and all the things and the jewelry and the bling, um, you get that guy, whether it's a Tuesday night game at the Suns or Sunday morning men's one man at church, men's devotional group, you're gonna get the same dude either way. And I'm grateful that God live allows me to, has allowed me to find authentic authenticity in in my dress and be able to express it in that way. And that now, um, it works in my advantage versus my disadvantage. And, um, yeah, so there's no marketing ploy that a way that I dress. This isn't a scheme. It isn't a, some sort of shell game. Unfortunately for you, this is how I dress. So if you hate it, Man, it's all, it's probably only going to get crazier because as my style evolves, um, you know, things get bigger and grander and, uh, yeah, that's the way I dress. That's the reason I dress the way that I do. I took you, it took 25 minutes to explain to you that reason. And that reason is that it's authentic to who I am, to God created me to be. It's authentic to who I am. It's how I'm, how I roll. Some will. Love it, some won't love it, so what? All right, if that if you love this episode, uh, hit the subscribe button, follow button, whatever button is there that allows you to get the notification that a new episode has been posted. Smash that button. Keep in contact with me. Uh, hit me up on any social media channels. Ryan Thogmartin, at Ryan Thogmartin on Instagram, at Ryan Thogmartin on Twitter, fb.com slash Ryan Thogmartin. That's how you find me. Search my name, Google me, and let's connect. Until next time, keep living uncommon.